Good evening, guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Bexon. Today, we've got a very special guest. We've got Larry Graciano. Larry has been selling real estate here in Costa Rica for over 20 years. He's a partner in Coldwell Bankers Costa Rica, as well as being the owner and chief real realtor uh, for Playa Negra Realty. He also sits on a bunch of boards and also does a lot of nonprofit work here in Costa Rica. Uh, I could go on and on, but we're going to be talking about the coastline from Tamarindo all the way down to Nasada. So it's going to be a very interesting conversation. Uh, remember, if you have any questions for Larry, all of his contact details are in the description. Uh, you can find him at Playa Negra Realty or Coldwell Bankers Costa Rica. Larry Graciano. Uh, and remember, if there's any other guests that you'd like to see on the podcast, feel free to email me. We have a new email address, which is info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Let's get straight into it. Hey, Larry, how are you doing this afternoon? Oh, great. How are you doing, Rich? Very, very good. As I said, it's an absolute pleasure and an honor to have you here on the podcast. So thanks very much for making the time because I know you're busy. Yeah, and this this is actually one of the fun parts of the job. It beats talking to a lawyer about escrow. <laughs> hey, come on, man! I mean, poor lawyers, of course. I mean, I'm sure that they're uh, they're actually they're absolutely drowning in contracts and escrow at the moment, right? Absolutely drowning. Wow, wow. Well, I mean, it's been a crazy year. You and I were just discussing this. Um, you know, I mean, from last year to where we are this year. Uh, and I always like to ask people is, but like, what surprised you recently, and why? What surprised me, and we, we briefly touched on it, is how many people are buying here in Costa Rica and actually fulfilling their lifelong dreams. COVID told them to do that, and the stock market has given them the liquidity to do it, finally. Yes. It's amazing. Yes, it is. I mean, it's, you know, I think I was mentioning on some of the other, the other podcasts is I think what, you know, this pandemic and COVID has been shut up and been done is... Normally, people wait till they're like 65 to go and live the dream, to retire or, you know, maybe a little bit earlier if some people are lucky. But now that they realize is I don't need to wait until I'm there. I can kind of combine this lifestyle that I'm that, I, you know, I usually wait till when I'm retired, but also is I can kind of work, you know, uh, virtually as well now. Um, so why not move to Costa Rica and live the dream? Yeah, absolutely. I am sure you touched on the new digital nomad law that's letting people come here and work, Yeah, you know. Commercial real estate is going to be on the downswing just about everywhere outside of Costa Rica because of all the nomads who figured out, oh, I don't have to work in Manhattan. I can work at the beach in Costa Rica. Exactly, exactly. I, I just read something really interesting. And again, I don't know whether it's, whether it's real or not, but the U.S. that the housing market is, is, is starting to slow down. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know whether the data is saying that, but I think it was just a CNBC article that I just, I just recently read about that just today, actually. So I actually read the same thing in the National Association of Realtors report newsletter that they send out to me uh, every week, more or less. But I can tell you uh, the contrary is happening here. And we haven't even had the Canadians come to Costa Rica yet. Yep. So once they do, we're going to back, be back to a fervor that we saw in the beginning of November when the country first opened up. Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, you live in Playa Negra. So for a lot of people that don't know where Playa Negra is, I mean, it's, I mean, how far, what, 40 minutes south of Tamarindo? Yeah, just about 40 minutes south of Tamarindo, a little less, a little more, depending on the conditions of the interior dirt roads. Well, I mean, it's an area I personally love. I mean, I always talk about, you know, the Avianas to kind of Negra stretch there, just because I'm like, 
you know, I look at it every time I go there, I'm like, wow, this is how Costa Rica used to be, you know, like 20 years ago. And, and that area has changed, but not changed drastically, you know, or dramatically like other areas. But I mean, describe the area for me, the community, the people. I mean, what type of people do you think should be looking at that area? Well, I think, uh, and my, my favorite moniker for the area is that it's a place where it's just close enough to everything, about 30 minutes to Tamarindos. Believe it or not, it's only six or seven miles down the beach, but thankfully just far away, yep. you know, just far enough away. And what uh, keeps this place kind of quiet is there's no 500 room hotel. And in combination, it's only an hour or so away from the airport, just like Tamarindo. So people that are really looking for quality of life, find it here. You have uh, tons of restaurants and you have tons of beaches. And in fact, on the stretch of uh, the stretch of beach from Avianas to um, Bunkiao, there's so many little nook beaches that you could drive right up to and basically spend a whole day by yourself. Where do you find that around the planet? one hour from an international airport. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point because again, there's, and it's great surf as well. I mean, for any surfers out there, you know, there's some great surfs, you know, stretches out there. And I think that anyone that's, you know, people always ask, hey, Rich, if you're going to make a 20, 30 year investment in Costa Rica, where are you going to make it? And I always go to that stretch, you know, there, just because I'm like, Again, it feels like Nosada did when I first came to Costa Rica. It feels like Santa Teresa. It feels like Dominicao. You know, these areas that are really exploding. And I'm, I still can't believe those areas have not exploded. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm ambivalent. I, I, I have everything vested here. You know, I live here and work everywhere else around the country. So I'd like to see some growth, but I'm sure happy that it has stayed quiet. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people we talk to are looking, you know, in the three to $500,000 mark. I mean, there's, you know, if you're looking for the million dollar homes, yes, they're out there, but there's a huge chunk of people looking that three to $500,000 mark, which, you know, in Tamarindo, Flamingo, you know, it doesn't get you much. I mean, it gets you something you can get, you know, two, three bedroom condo, you know, potentially. Um, but I mean, what would you get for this budget kind of South of Tamarindo, would you say? You know, due to the market circumstances, um, the three to 500 mark, we're going to find very few quality homes left in the area. And I think that the majority of the buyers that come into the Playa Negra, Junquiel, uh, Negra era, area, they're not looking to, in that budget. Most of them are in the two to 400 range. And unbelievably, in this area, there's probably 15 condos that they could pick from one block from the beach in the two to $250,000 range. If yeah. they were looking to buy a house that was in that three to $500,000 range, we could put them in an amazing ocean view lot with white water views probably. And they could build a house. There's great builders here that work fast. In fact, I just finished building a second home. Took six months from groundbreaking the turning in the keys, unbelievable and pretty cheap, about 120 bucks a square foot. Wow. How, how did you do it so quick, Larry? Well, I work with a builder I've been working with for a long time. He's a proven guy who's been here for about 40 years. He's got almost 2,000 homes under his belt in Costa Rica. Wow. And that does a type of prefab construction where they pour the walls off site, bring them in, crane them in, and boom, they're on their way. You have a roof in six weeks. It's unbelievable. That's incredible. I mean, it really is. You know, we were talking, I think the last two podcasts ago to the guys over at Superblocke uh, who build houses, you know, and they were saying that theirs is 25% faster, but this one may be even faster than that. 
Yeah, I think it's the fastest construction that I've ever seen oh. in Costa Rica. So you're saying, I mean, anywhere in like the two to $400,000 mark, I mean, there are condos available like a block from the beach, but also as you can buy a piece of land and also build a house on it. Absolutely. And you can do it easily and quickly. Wow. Yeah. I, and I think a lot of people need to start considering that because, you know, I'm going to ask you kind of, you know, a bit later on where the gap in the real estate market is, you know, and I think a lot, it's going to come back to what a lot of people are saying here is just, there's just not enough inventory full stop. No, there's not. But luckily, we don't have the same problem in the United States that there's still plenty of materials and the building yep. boom is going to continue along here. Yep. Well, you've been coming to Costa Rica, if I'm correct, since 1997. Is that correct? That's correct. I wow. came here the first time on a first trip. Wow. First trip. In, so, I mean, you've seen, you've seen quite a, quite a, you know, you've, I suppose you've seen quite, quite a few things in those 20 years. And I'm sure over a beer or two that we'll uh, discuss some of those stories. But I mean, in your expert opinion, where do you see the growth coming in the coming years at the beaches? Well, I think that the three towns that we mentioned, Junquia, Playa Negra, and Avianes are the place to really invest. Then beyond that, down south, we would continue along to Lagarto and Marbella. And previously, there was uh, going to be a paved road down there. I think that those two areas, Lagarto and Marbella, are the ones to bet on if you got a 20-year plan. Mixed quality of life, and then when you're getting ready to retire, maybe go back to the grandchildren. Uh, you liquidate and you have your instant pension fund. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I think that that's, I would completely agree with you. And I, I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, some listeners are going to be like, well, of course, Larry's going to say that because that's where he is. But like, I'm going to say it from my, I would say, I'm not too sure I would use the word expert with me. Um, but, you know, having all of this travel data, seeing how this country has developed, I completely agree with you. Uh, that those areas that you're talking about really are kind of the gems, uh, you know, of that area. And I'm, I mean, if I'm correct as well, they have very good water. Unbelievable water source because the entire area is served by one eight mile long valley. And it's the rival of, uh, of, of Tamarindo, for example. Everybody's jealous of this water source. Uh, they speculate that there could be water for more than 15,000 homes of which there's only about a thousand connections right now. Wow. I mean, in your opinion, Larry, I mean, we've seen Tamarindo, you know, blow up, Nosada kind of really explode. I mean, why do you think that that's not happened so quickly in these areas? Uh, you know what? I, I look at Nosara where, where I have an office as well, and I see that over the past couple of years, a certain type of person has begun to buy there, you know, the ultra wealthy from Bale, from Aspen, for example. And that's what's really causing the, the main fervor. You know, Nosara, believe it or not, started with its first segregations, just like Petrero in the early 70s. Yep. You know, and, you know, fast forward over 40 years. And when we look at it now, and it's crazy market there, uh, but it took 40 years to get there. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it also helps that uh, a billionaire comes in, buys a hotel called Harmony, and, and all of his friends kind of move in as well. That usually helps, right? Yeah, it helps a great bit. <laughs> so guys just find where a billionaire moves in and buy the land around him <laughs> so, well let's talk about you know kind of pitfalls challenges mistakes that people make just generally buying in you know real estate in costa rica i mean what do you think are the biggest mistakes that most people make 
Well, that, that's a great question. And it's one of the most important questions that we encounter. Oftentimes, uh, people are working on their own and they don't realize that there's no MLS system, no real MLS system. There's no Zillow services. There's no reporting for the comps. Uh, you know, that you can't look in the paper and see what the sales price was. So people, as a consequence, you know, they're looking on point to realtor.com and everybody who's a realtor is fishing. So they generally don't take down listings that are sold and they wind up and the buyers wind up spinning their wheels oh this one is sold this one is sold because 50 percent of the listings were gone two years ago yeah um you know and then follow that up uh, with others that uh, don't wind up working with a realtor somebody who's bound by the ethical standards of the national association of realtors or sister organizations around the planet i see so many people get into terrible situations with properties that have problems only because they didn't take the time to research a quality agent and use somebody who's got a great history. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I saw something the other day of uh, somebody commenting that like they got their money stolen on, on, on a deal. And I was like, well, I mean, that's where you've got to, you know, I mean, you've got to use a great realtor. You have, I think, you know, you make some great points there and also kind of, you know, separating some concerns of having people, you know, kind of cross check stuff as well. I mean, that's why you hire, you know, a great lawyer to do that due diligence. Um, you know, uh, and, and, and so I think that that's really important. I mean, just to ask a question, Larry, why is there no MLS in Costa Rica? Does it just that everybody doesn't get on? Uh, no, it's just uh, you, you need a third party to develop it who's not involved with any singular agency in the country. And that's hard to find. You know, I'm, I'm on the board of the Chamber of Realtors here in Costa Rica. And there's another chamber of realtors in San Jose as well. And the two organizations are finally working together for the betterment of the final consumer. So we've submitted legislation to legalize the career of real estate. We're working on defining how to make an MLS system that might take a couple of years to put together. There previously was a quasi MLS system the guy who put it together, he owned an agency. And so there were a lot of conflicts of interest there. So and what then, you're trying to say, Larry, is then I need to start an MLS system here because I'm not a realtor, um, but I do have all the tech and data background. Uh, that would be a great <laughs> idea. I think we can make some serious money. <laughs> hey, I just do it for the industry, for you guys to just have that. I just love it to see the data. I mean, I spend my whole life looking at travel data and then I look at real estate data and there's not that much of it. So, you know, you just have to kind of try and piece the two things together. Yeah, it's all anecdotal evidence. And if you're not a career-oriented professional, you're never going to get the real numbers. Exactly, exactly. So well, anyway, some, someone asked me the other day, hey, Rich, why don't you do it? And I was just like, I just don't think at the moment I really have the time. But um, I mean... I mean, great information there, kind of, yeah, I think we asked about, you know, what, what we believe that the gap in the real estate market was here. You know, you mentioned that it's the inventory on that gold, you know, the Gold Coast, and also, you know, just seeing quality stuff in the two to $300,000 range. So, I mean, I think if anyone's coming down to looking to kind of, I suppose, could you make money buying land and building homes and flipping them here, Larry? You could, if you hurry up, you know, the, the, the major condition is the fluidity of the stock markets uh, across the globe. As long as they continue to give money, there'll be money to spend. Yep. You know? And Larry, isn't there such thing as a land bank fund in Costa Rica that goes around buying land all over the, all over the country? I've never heard of it. 
I don't know of any specific business that does that, but I have a number of clients that have invested in many, many hundreds of hectares over the years. Yeah. You know, just to sit and hold, and especially uh, over these past 15 months with COVID, people looking to get away from Soho, Manhattan, to have a, you know, a large parcel that they could live uh, in a completely sustainable manner, you know, being off the grid. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a, you know, a, a, a great, a great point here is that again, I mean, if you invest as well over $150,000 now in Costa Rica, you can get residency, and you might go, well, I don't really need it, but it's always nice to have in your pocket. Yeah, it's a great backup plan, just yeah, yeah. like an extra passport, you know, you want to escape, you got a place to do it. Definitely, definitely. Well, my last question for you, Larry, because I know that you're busy and I'll not take up too much of your time. But if you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do it and why? Okay, well, it's funny that you mentioned that because during the closure, I actually actually invested in more properties because I was lucky enough to have some liquidity. Uh, and I did so in the center bueno, of, of Playa Negra and in the most commercial areas because I foresee over these next 10 years, they're going to give huge rewards. I'm, I'm almost sure of it, Larry. Again, I'm in, I'm in love. I'm actually, um, you know, looking at land down there. Uh, I, I bought a place in San Gerardo de Ota recently. Um, which is one of my favorite areas of Costa Rica, if you can believe it. I found 4,000, I've been waiting years to find it. And I found 4,000 square meters for $20,000 with water electricity. No. So, Spectacular. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But hey, it took me a few, it took me a while to, to, to see it. You know, every so often I'll see those things. But again, Larry, really appreciate your time. Um, and again, anyone that wants to contact you, I'll put all of the contact details in the description. Uh, and again, it's been, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure, buddy. All right, thanks so much for the opportunity. Great to see your face again. Yeah, you too, Larry. You have a good one. Take care now. Bye.